Welcome to the Fearlessly Fit Faith Podcast with your host, Ariante, better known as Tay. This podcast is home of discipleship-style episodes to inspire women to steward their community and life well. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, my friends. I am so excited that it is January of 2023. Something about this year is just like it's ringing in so sweet. So, so sweet. I tend to set like really lofty goals for myself. And this year, I just came into the year and I'm like, I want to be different. And I know that as I Um, work on new habits and just follow the Lord and what he has for me in this year opportunities will open up that maybe I had been thinking and praying about um, versus when I try and set goals like they're so lofty that sometimes I procrastinate on them because it's like oh my gosh that is so big like can I do that and then I don't feel totally capable of doing them so I just procrastinate and I don't really do them. And so I just, I know that like as I walk with the Lord and I'm becoming who he desires for me to be, I'll have the opportunities that he wants to, for me to have. And so that is so exciting. Um, for today's episode, the first episode of 2023, um, I have on a gal that I met pretty recently and I followed her page and was reading through her stuff, watching her stories. And I was like, I really enjoy everything that she has to share. And so we talk a little bit about femininity. Um, we talk about dating and um, a couple other just little hot takes that is just really fun. And I'm glad that we were able to chat and I know that it will be a fun episode for you. So for today's um, testimony, since we talk a little bit about dating in the episode, I just wanted to share a little bit of, you know, like my history, I guess, with dating. And honestly, I haven't dated that much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought it would be cool to do that. So um, I did not date at all, like K through 12. Um, I'd say that there were guys that I liked, but like that was really, like it wasn't really a focus of mine. Um, dancing and school and eventually work were big focuses of mine and volunteering. My family spent a lot of time volunteering just in our community. Um, so those were my big focuses and it wasn't until I got to college that like I thought about dating and like it was not healthy at all. Um, so if you've heard my testimony, um, at all, which maybe I should do an updated testimony. I don't know. Um, if you've heard about my testimony, you know that I went to college and then just kind of like fell into the wrong crowd and just started partying and all that stuff. And it was about a year or no, a few months into college that I met the Lord because one of the girls that I was partying with introduced me to the church where I heard the gospel and it was so sweet. So thankful for the way that the Lord moves. Anyways, that's a kind of a side tangent. But in those few months when I was partying, um, I was on the glorious app of Tinder and uh, that was a joke. It's not actually glorious at all. Um, I was on that app and like I was wanting to like meet people and or not people like guys and um was just really not like healthy about it and I had gone out with a couple guys and just was totally unsafe like in those moments and I just remember my roommate being like so nervous and like scared for me and because I just really was not like 
paying attention to what I was doing at all. Um, so college, that first year, I like tried the Tinder thing. And then I'd say the last two years of college, I didn't really pay too much attention to dating. Like it was a big like desire of mine to want to date. Um, but never did so. Um, I had a really great community and was growing in the Lord. And so it was again, like put on the back burner for me. And then graduating in 2018, there was a guy that I had talked to for a little bit. And we were both like, in a similar stage in our faith, I'd say. Um, and I got like super emotionally attached to him. And it just like it did not end good. Um, because and I say it didn't end good because of just the emotional attachment that I had. And then when things were ended, um, I was just like in despair for honestly a while. Um, everybody like is on different pages about soul ties, but um, personally, like, I think like an emotional type of like tie I guess is something that like I had like created with him because I was like thinking about him like a lot and it was just it was unhealthy so that was like that's the last time that I've honestly like dated someone and that was oh my gosh that was 2018 oh, that was a while ago now guys and it's 2023 so I've like been back and forth on dating apps and honestly like everybody's in between about them love them hate them like whatever um I guess I'm in between and then people like love them hate them whatever anyways rambling um so I've gone out on like a few dates over the past couple years but again like it still hasn't been a priority for me um but I'd say for some reason coming into this year, maybe it's because I'm 25, <laughs> so like I'm just thinking about dating and marriage more often. And I'll say also like it's not that like I never like wanted to be married because like that is what I wanted. But I had the mentality that was like the Lord is just going to drop this guy out of the sky and like I'm not going to have to like do any work for it. And um, which is just not the case. And so... Coming into this year, being 25, growing in femininity, what it looks like to serve the Lord, like, as a woman, and eventually in marriage and with kiddos, and um, a big value of mine and passion and purpose, honestly, is for my future family to be an example to the masses, to society, of what it looks like for um or what it looks, what a healthy family looks like. That is a hope and a desire of mine. And I think the Lord has given that to me because my family went through a lot. And um, with my dad being deployed and just different things like that, like we've grown a lot in our relationships over the past few years and we've had a lot of growth and we're still growing. And so that is a value and passion that is really important to me. So it's just kind of stuck in my heart and so I know that I really want my family to be an example and then also I want to help other families grow in the Lord grow in relationship with each other and one day in marriages as well but 
I'm not in a place to do that right now. And if the Lord never has that for me, I know that I can still encourage my married friends in some way um, as I'm walking with them. And it's just so cool to be in community with married friends anyways, too. So, um, yeah, so honestly, like, that was, like, a brief snippet of my dating history. There's not much there. <laughs> I'd say there's, like, a little bit of hurt, a little bit of me being crazy, and then just seasons of me just being really content in the Lord, um, and then seasons, honestly, of me not being content. Um, but I have just learned, you know, to walk with the Lord through it all, and it has just been really sweet to do so, and I know that he's going to continue to do that. Um, so, in the episode today, we talk about kind of like fun ways to date. And um, I like, I just really want to approach the dating scene, the dating world in a fun way in this year. So a friend and I had been talking about it and it's like, well, maybe we can like go to a tennis match and just like hang out and be girls or whatever, you know, just like hang out in places where there are guys and obviously church too, <laughs> like being in church and being in community at church and community groups and all of that good stuff, but also just, like, in the world, you know, um, so, yeah, we, like, decided on, like, tennis or, like, going to brunch at, like, a coffee, um, or not coffee, um, like, a country club, but honestly, like, in the episode, we talk, like, you can meet a guy anywhere, you know, so, anyways, um, today, we have on Julia, and she is 22 years old, she lives in the sunny South Florida. She's passionate passionate about all things fitness, dating, and femininity. She's a believer in Christ, and she has to give all the glory to God for all that she's accomplished. And she's coached over 300 clients online via fitness and business coaching. So I know that you are going to enjoy this episode. It was such a joy just getting to know her a little bit and um, just hear a little bit more of her story. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hey, can you tell us your testimony and what brought you to sharing about femininity? Yes, of course. So as far as my testimony, I grew up in a Christian school, not necessarily a Christian household, but I definitely did grow up in a Christian school. I um, went to a Baptist school and I actually found out about Jesus and accepted him into my heart at the young age of four. So definitely like Christianity and just like the Bible Um, has always been a part of my life for like most of my life. And, um, you know, I definitely had some ups and downs as far as like my journey and my testimony goes for sure, because I did go to public school for a while from the ages of 13 to 18, my senior year. So of course, you know, being in public school, you don't really have a lot of Bible believing Christians. So yeah, I, my faith definitely like suffered and even being in college too, Um, which I currently am still in college, you know, my faith as well definitely had some bumps in the road. But um, luckily, about a year ago, I got like serious about like going to church, praying, reading my Bible. And like that has just been so helpful. And I feel like that really opened up like the femininity thing for me, especially like reading Proverbs 31, reading about the Titus 2 woman. Um, Also just like different content creators as well. But definitely just going back to my church, I think that like has really just skyrocketed me on like wanting to become like that feminine, biblical, godly woman. I love that. 
I like I didn't have like a feminine influence but I love how like in college for you like that was kind of, was that would you say that was something that kind of brought you back to the church or what did so, that look like yeah so as far as going to college um I think that like my faith really like struggled when I was living on campus mm-hmm. but then luckily like I got out of that I mean just like being okay. in dorms with a bunch of like you know college kids like yeah. it's just not godly place like let's be real especially like I'm in Miami like I go to Florida International University like it's just it's just not a holy wholesome place yeah so um yeah I think definitely like you know getting out of that environment like moving into um like moving by myself and just like yeah having my own space I think that really allowed me to like reconnect with the Lord and like again Mm -hmm. like I got to my church as well I have actually a friend that I know from college she brought me to her church and that's the church that I've now been going to for over a year so like things did work out but yeah it took it took a little time (laughs) yeah okay I totally totally get that um so to the girl who is single and desiring a masculine man what can she do to continue to develop herself as she waits yeah, that's such a good question. And I think it's definitely like a couple of things that are really helpful. Um, I think the first thing when it comes to like just getting ready for that man is to be, I guess you'd say content in mm-hmm. that single season, because like I've had that struggle before, not anymore, praise Jesus, but I had that struggle before where I was like single and I was just so like in content with mm-hmm single and it's like you know obviously like most of us girls we want life partners but it's also like you know just be okay with where the lord has you i don't i'm not saying you know like you want to be single forever but it's like you know accept that period as like a blessing to like cultivate yourself further as a woman um like for me like what has really helped me like anytime i've gone through a breakup is like i would always just like sit back and like ask myself like you know what can i do better like where did i go wrong and then like work on those things so whether that's like you know communication or just like you know even protecting like your purity like just being vocal about your needs like mm-hmm. finding men that actually have values aligned with you little things like that um and just like overall like addressing you know childhood trauma as well like I come from a divorced family so I also think like addressing those childhood wounds is so important because it's like if not then you end up like recreating the same cycle over and over and over again so yeah I definitely say um you want to definitely um number one is just address like your childhood traumas number two is just see where you can do better in relationships Mm -hmm. number you want to just be be content like just have gratitude for where God has you at and then just like ask you know how can I improve as a woman like you know focus on hobbies like you know learn how to cook learn how to sew Mm -hmm. get get in a good church you know make good girlfriends like there's a lot of things that you can do to make yourself like a, a more dynamic woman so that when someone comes into your life like you know you have you have your own stuff going on as well like it's not like you're a desperate damn dress for a man Yes. Oh, which is so good. I've been thinking about like the contentment piece lately and like, are you okay with yourself and like who you are Um, and like being alone and not in the aspect of like having no friends or like anything like that, but like, are you okay with just like who you are as an individual? Um, And like, what does that look like? You know, like, are you okay with, and I've seen you talking about this a little bit on Instagram, but like, are you okay with like going shopping or like going to a coffee shop by yourself? Like, are you okay doing those things? Um, And so that's, it's just really brought like another layer to life for me, just as I like am in this season, like, am I content? Like, do I have that joy in the Lord as I wait? And then how, like, am I developing myself? So 
Sure. Yeah. And I, and again, it's like, it's about being content, but also like I always tell girls, like it's, if you want to get a partner, it's like, you have to go outside your house. Like you don't just <laughs> sit in the house and smile because you're single. Like, no, it's like, take the initiative to put yourself in front of men because men are not coming to your doorstep to find you. Like, unless if you're on social media a lot, like for me, for example, like I'm always on social media. So like I could easily find a man on there if I wanted, <laughs> Like I'm, just, I'm pretty active on there, but it's like, if you're not, then it's like, you have to get out of your yeah. house and like, get in front of men for them to see you yes. so yeah so good okay <laughs> so how does the living as the lord created us in our femininity um help us serve men better and then also um how is this powerful versus demeaning as the culture would tell us yeah so i'd say that um you know living in the way that the lord designed us to how does that how does that benefit us as far as our interactions with men well, I think, first of all, like we have to go back to Genesis, like God created the woman to be the help to the man. And I feel like a lot of women in the modern culture nowadays, like really miss that yeah. where it's like, they want like their man to give them all these things. Like, you know, my man has to give me the six figures and the perfect, right. woman, the perfect wedding and does everything that I say. And, you know, all that stuff. We hear it all the time. And, um, I think that women forget, like we play a part too. It's like, you know, we have to bring him peace. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we should aspire to like give him a peaceful home. Yeah. Um, and like, even when it comes to sex, like obviously, you know, wait until marriage or re-wait, but it's like, even, you know, being a servant in that sense where it's like, you know, men really like- That is something that people get hot about. <laughs> yeah, like women hate it when it's like, have sex with your husband. I'm like, it's so crazy. Cause like, we live in a world today where before people are married, like they're literally, you know, fornicating like rabbits, but then it's just like when they get married, it's like, nobody wants to have sex. I'm like, how does that make sense? Like, I think it's, yeah. it's really odd, honestly. And it's definitely Satan at work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just like definitely, you know, reading about that Proverbs 31 woman, that Titus two woman, um, it'll really help a lot of people to just be better wives because, you know, the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So yeah. Don't run around trying to be a girlfriend, run around trying to be a wife. And that doesn't mean, you know, do wife things before you get married as in like, doesn't mean you have to move in with him and like, you know, have sex with him, mm -hmm. but like cultivate that heart of a wife, like that servant's heart, you know, gratitude, like support him in all that he does, build him up. I think um, that's so, so important, but yeah, a lot of women just see it as like, they're being subservient, but it's like, you're yeah. really not. Because when you support your man and you're his helpmate, he's actually going to want to give you the whole entire world. Right. You're combative and like, you don't want to help him do anything. Like it's going to really close him off to you. So yeah, women really have that mixed up and backwards. Yeah. So yeah. how would you say that you've cultivated that as a single girl and in college? Yeah. So, um, I'm actually not single first of all. Oh, oh. <laughs> I that's the tea. yeah that's the tea um yeah so I'm actually not single I don't share my relationship on social media just because I'm a strong believer and like if I'm not married to someone I'm just not gonna talk to them on my social media just yeah. because I, mean, I think I want to say that like for the man that I'm married to I think that um like plastering a boyfriend on your social media is just like it's not for me it just yeah. I don't know because I've seen girls where they post like you know every single boyfriend they have and I'm just like I don't like that yeah. <laughs> just messy yeah but um as far as like cultivating that though that's a really good question um I think the first thing that like really helped me I'm gonna be completely honest is like I hired a femininity mentor I worked with Martine on um, femininity and freedom on Instagram 
And um, that really, really helped me because I was just in a spot where, like I said, my parents were divorced and it wasn't that I was attracting bad partners, but it's like, I was attracting actually really good partners, but I wasn't being the good partner because of like the ones I had for my parents' divorce. Yeah. I was like very jaded. And like, I had that belief, like, you know, that love doesn't exist and like that families don't work. And I think especially to like, just being black as well, like in the black community, I feel like we just, we witness a lot of broken homes, yeah. a lot of motherhood, a lot of mess. So yeah. I just had like you know very bad paradigms in my head growing up so um definitely like working with Martine really helped me I mean I could have done it on my own of course through the grace of God but I just felt like I needed some extra help and like someone to hold me accountable but um yeah I just think addressing like those patterns that um I kept recreating like you know just seeing like what is causing this like why do I keep Mm -hmm. doing this and just really like analyzing my childhood like forgiving my parents for you know yeah that I dealt with and like just really taking that to God I think has just really really been helpful and also just like following other like-minded women that are married like mm-hmm. for example like don't become roommates and like even on um, Bernadine like you probably know her as well yeah. too on Instagram like following women like that I feel like too like they give so many good tips like yeah. it has really helped so much so yeah definitely just address those wounds you know take it to God definitely get in a church and then also following like-minded woman as well really helps yeah. Yeah. that's awesome I for me in the past few months I've just really been like going to the root of like familial things that have happened like throughout the years yeah. and it's been so beautiful to just sit with the Lord and allow him to like just uproot it all um it's been really freeing so yeah, yeah I agree so freeing <laughs> so we tend to think that the market is slim where would you say are some great places to meet a potential husband yeah, so I love this topic. I, talk about it all the time. I yeah, I'm obsessed with this. So um, I'm like a big believer. First of all, I'm like you could find a man anywhere. Like I tell girls, you could find a man at Walmart. You could find him at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. You could find a five star restaurant. You could also find him in a diner. Like you could really realistically find men anywhere. I think it really just comes down to like, you know, what kind of man do you want? So like, for example, let's say if you're like a Christian, like, obviously I would recommend like, you know, go to church, like definitely explore different churches, first of all. Um, And then like outside of that, like for me personally, like a big value that I have is like health and fitness. Like Mm -hmm. if you're that girl to which I would hope everyone wants to be that girl, (laughs) like, you know, go to like gyms, like go to, for example, like LA fitness or orange theory or F45, um, but also to like, you know, restaurants I know it's obviously kind of awkward to sit at like a restaurant by yourself, but it's like, if you sit at the bar, like you can meet guys easy. Like when I go to the, when I used to go to the bar by myself, like, you know, guys would always want to strike up a conversation. So I think that helps too. Um, also like just walking around malls is good. Like on the weekends. Cause obviously during the weekdays, like not a not many guys are there. They're probably at work. Um, and then like, otherwise, another one that I also love is like the grocery store. Like, Publix, all these. I'm personally like I'm I'm more of like a Whole Foods girl. If you're looking for men, I just think Whole Foods has better selection of men. So, but I mean, it's it's like anywhere you can find them at Target, Walmart, like literally anywhere. I just think the key is just like get out more. I think a lot of women they are sitting inside the house like waiting on God, and like I definitely do think that like God wants you to have a spouse. Yeah. But sitting at home and you're not getting outside, it's like how is God gonna give you a spouse? Yeah. (laughs) Men are not showing, my, showing up at my doorstep. So it's like, you have to get outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. 
Yeah. yeah. I go everywhere and anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so is there any other just wisdom that you would want to share with women, especially going into 2023? Also, I want to say a friend and I are totally like taking you up. I think you had mentioned something about like, um, oh gosh, not like golf courses, but just like being in like those higher end places. And we're like, okay, we're going to go thrift some like cute stuff and just like hang out and have fun. Like maybe play tennis or like whatever. Um, so we're doing that and we're excited about that. <laughs> sure, yeah. I think, you know, it definitely does like, like, you know, like I just said, you can meet men anywhere, but I also mm-hmm. do think like when it comes to finding a provider husband, you probably want to go where like, you know, higher income earning men hang out. And that would happen to be like, you know, your whole foods, um, you know, like designer stores, like in mm-hmm. malls, um, also like upscale restaurants, upscale lounges. I definitely know like cigar bars do, but I'm not, I'm not into men that smoke, but I will say like men that go to cigar bars, like they definitely are, you know, they have, they have money normally, like they have a career they're established yeah. and then yeah, like, um, tennis matches, golf tournaments, um, country clubs, country all those clubs, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's where you definitely will find higher level men. So, um, yeah, that's a big thing to you. Like, that's a big thing to me where I'm just like, I don't want to have to struggle with no one's son. Like I want, I want to have a lot of kids. So it's like, I don't want to have to, you know, struggle. Like that's just not for me. So yeah, I definitely do recommend like hang out in the higher end places. If you so please that that's personally, if anyone wants to do that, I invite them to join and do that. Yeah. So, okay. I was asking you another question, but now I have a different question. So for the girl that like probably feels bad, like expecting her future husband to have more money than like average or like maybe necessary in her mind, like what would you tell her? Because like, I've been that person before where it's like, oh, like I don't want to expect like too much, you know, but like, what would you say? Yeah. I mean, so first of all, the average man in the U S makes $40,000 a year which like, I mean, personally to me, I just don't think that like I could survive on that kind of income, especially like in this economy. Like, I think it sucks because like, again, that's, that's your average man. That's how much he's making. But it's like, when you look at prices today, it's like to be a housewife, a man needs to have a house. And I'm sorry, like, it's just, it's really hard to have a house on that kind of income. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you know, you factor in kids, which, you know, I'm not saying that kids are like so, so much money, but like, you have to feed them, you have to clothe them. Like, yeah, you know, the midwife or the hospital, like it all costs money. Right. Um, And it's just like, let's be realistic. Like most men don't know how to live off the land. Like I say, for example, the Amish, the Amish don't make a lot of money, but the Amish know how to live off the land. So that's why the men away with not making a lot of money. But your average modern American man typically has no skills. So that's why like money, I think, does matter more so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just like being honest, like just looking at prices, I'm like, you know, I don't I don't feel bad about my financial standards. And like even Martine had made a post about that. Like, you know, women, we value financial stability in men. But I think that also on our part, we should take um, responsibility yeah. like how we look and also yeah. like our bodies because men are very into like you know that sexual um like just I I don't know how you would put it but just like I guess you'd say like sexual security with their women like men want women that look good that's just how it works and I think in the Christian community it's like not said because it's obviously like kind of taboo mm-hmm. but it's the truth it's the truth and I feel like we need to talk about it more and like stop you know shying away from it 
But yeah, that's what men really do value. So I think there's nothing wrong with a woman having like higher standards. Obviously, not every woman is going to score a millionaire. But um, also, too, I just think in today's times, like it's really hard to live off of the average $40,000 a year income. So yeah. that's why I recommend date older men. Because yeah, that's, that's that'll make it a lot easier. <laughs> Oh man, you just reminded me of this. Do, do you follow Ren of Men on Instagram? Yes, I love his content. Okay. I love the um, obesity carousel. That's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was really good because that's something that we don't talk about at all. But like as believers, like we want to be able to honor the Lord in everything that we're doing. And like that comes back to how we're caring for our bodies. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and like, I think that people say like, oh, but being fat is not a sin, which like, I get, yeah, there's a fine line there. I get what they're saying, but it's like with, with his carousel, he had mentioned like, how can I be the best man or woman if like, I'm you know, severely overweight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's like, you know, especially going into marriage, like you want to bring in those healthy paradigms. Like you don't want to, Mm -hmm. you know, start a family and then like you're madly obese and like you pass that down to your children. So I think it definitely is important and people underestimate um, the value. And I also think too, like, you know, if you guys are both fit, like you'll probably have a better sex life too, in my opinion. I uh, I presume. (laughs) Yeah. I think think it's, it makes sense. Yeah. So (laughs) much sense. (laughs) okay so do you have any other wisdom that you would like to share um for single women yeah so one more thing that I I like I'm just very passionate about is when you (laughs) ladies leave the house always look good um that's another thing too where it's just like we have this whole like culture of like oh I'm waiting on God I'm waiting on God and it's like yes I bet God wants you to have a man, but it's like, you know, you got to go outside. And then also too, it's like, don't just go outside, like go outside and like look good. Like, I just don't think that, you know, leaving the house, like in your bonnet with your sweatpants on, like your nasty shirt that has stains on it and your Ugg boots. Like, I just don't think it's appropriate. So I think also just like, you know, don't be super vain, but also do like, you know, take some care for how you look. It's not that you have to, you know, put on foundation and contour because like, I don't even do that. Um, But like, you know, go to the gym sometimes, you know, thrift some nice outfits. Like I always tell people like, I don't even shop at expensive places. I literally shop at the thrift store and TJ Maxx. (laughs) It's so cheap, (laughs) but it looks good. And um, yeah, I just think that's so important. Like, you know, buy some dresses, buy some Mm -hmm. skirts, you know, get like pastels, like pastels are very feminine. Um, and yeah, just like do light makeup, like, you know, do your like eyeshadow sometimes, like, you know, maybe put on some lip gloss or do some mascara, like whatever it might be that feels good for you. Like do your hair, of course. Um, but yeah, it's like go outside, but also do look the part because again, like our visuals. So we can't go outside looking, you know, frumpy and like messy and then expect men yeah. to approve. It doesn't work like that. And I, I definitely noticed like for myself, like this year, I really made an effort. Like anytime I leave my house, like I am like dressed not to the nines but like I look I look pretty put together and like I've noticed yeah. it's such a difference in like the amount of men approaching me this year mm. but yeah and that's just like confidence too you know confidence. like you hold your head a little bit higher and it makes a difference so oh yeah no for sure yeah when you go out like you have to like keep your head up because a lot of girls like they are they're kind of like internally insecure yeah. which that's okay but like when you're going outside and like you know you're looking down or like you're mm-hmm. looking closed off like it doesn't make men want to approach you versus like if you go outside and like you know your chin yeah. is up 
you have good posture, your shoulders are open, like men like that. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, like you're gonna probably laugh, but like I actually practice like my walk at home. So like I practice <laughs> this confident like model walk. Yeah. But girl, it did wonders for me because before, like I used to leave my house and I would like look down and like be yeah. very up. But yeah, now that I leave the house and like I look confident, like mm-hmm. way more men approach. Yeah. So it yeah. works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> it does indeed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's that's the tips. Everyone apply that so we can all get married soon. Yes. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. Well, thank you so much for hopping on and sharing. Um, Looking forward to everybody hearing this. Yes, thank you. Friend, I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode, just hearing our back and forth on dating and femininity and um, all the other things that we had to share Julia brings up Proverbs 31, and so I just thought we could go to a verse there for just something to unpack for today's verse of the day. Um, and so I really like Proverbs 31 25, and it says, Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. So as we put on strength and dignity, the strength and dignity of the Lord, we know that we don't have to worry about what's to come because the Lord has already been there and we get to rest under his His wings um, as Psalm 91 reminds us and we know that he's an almighty father who takes care of us and will be our protection and that is so, so sweet and encouraging to know that we can rely on the Lord for those things. So as you go about the rest of your day, I just pray that you um, run to the Father for strength and dignity um, and that you just rely on Him for all that you are and that you know that you just don't have to worry about what's to come because He's already been there. He knows what you're going to think about what's to come and the people that will be with you, those next steps, all that. He already understands it. So I just pray that you know that and you remember that and um, that you remember you're worthy. So Again, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We will hear each other. You'll hear me next time. Bye. Friend, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode today. If so, I would love it if you left a rating and a review on whatever podcast streaming service that you use and shared it on social media with your friends, maybe sharing a quote that you got from the episode and just what the Lord is teaching you throughout it. I pray that you have a great and blessed week. Thank you.